Alright, so this is only going to be talked about for a minute, because I'm not going to make the same mistake that Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington made, and everyone knows I'm a Patriots fan, and that includes being a big Tom Brady fan. Um, reports said that he was re- he, he was retired. That was the first official report from Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington, who are two really great reporters, by the way. Um, of course, I saw these tweets after I got out of work, but then it was reported by his agent and Bruce Arians and Tom Sr. that it's not true. Um, and then earlier today, people said that they changed their mind, but ESPN on the ticker was doing top rating moments and his career totals and blah, 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 best moments. And then ESPN changes to, it's he's going to eventually retire. Um, but right now it's not factual, so people gotta stop. And I I think it's poor on Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington to announce when they did. Now, if you wanted to drop it, let's say not even tomorrow, because let people talk about. The, the games today, right? Even today on NFL Network, once they showed the opening, they led the Tom Brady news, then they went to the reporter reports for today's games, then they spent 20 plus minutes on Tom Brady, Will Mahomes catch Brady, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, then a little segment on Gronk retiring, this is why Tom didn't announce it now. He has so much respect for the game. I get it. They have jobs. But sometimes you got to read the room. There's a time and place for everything. This is not the time. And also, just like Trevor Bauer wanted to announce what team he was signing to, there are certain things and Tom Brady should have the respect to where, hey, he's been in the league for 22 years. Maybe we could lose this one. We don't have to report every goddamn thing. They're not going to lose their credibility by this, but it just looks bad. Maybe, hey, hey, let Tom report it. But now, what he should do, he won't do it. Now I truly believe he will retire. But what he should do is play... Just to make them look stupid. But Tom's better than that. He won't. And for anybody giving Giselle shit. Listen. Is she the reason why he's going to retire? Yes. But. She's probably been wanting this for the past eight, seven, six, seven years. If we're being really honest. I truly think after the Falcons won. I think she started to have, like, how much more are you going to win? Then he won against the Rams. How much more are you going to win? Then he became a free agent. Went to Tampa. Won last year. I'm sure at some point last year, Giselle said, hey, how much are you going to want to win here? Um, so there's that. But that's, but that's enough of that. No more talk about that until it's official, official, or it's not official. But... My theory is, and 
this actually makes sense because it hasn't dropped yet. Episode 10 of Man in the Arena still has not dropped yet. And this episode is obviously going to be about last year for the Bucks. So my theory is, the last five minutes of the episode... Well, maybe the last two minutes. He's going to announce that he's retired. That's what I think. Um, And he also dropped a new clothing company a couple of weeks ago called Brady. And he dropped more stuff on Instagram today. So he's doing this well, but he would not have announced it on Super Bowl Sunday. He would not have announced it today. And it's not about him. He wants to be about these games. And today, what wasn't about that? And unfortunately, the Super Bowl is going to be about that too. Maybe not a lot, but I guarantee you at some point this conversation will come up. And that's not what he would want. That's fair. That's not fair. So I hope whoever covers stuff for the Super Bowl, whether it's first take that week or undisputed or first things first or whoever is like there, Tom Brady should not be talked about. Now, a lot of things, a lot of questions and theories will be dropped tonight, especially questions to think to James. But I'm going to start off with my number one teaser that I hinted towards last night. And part of it came true tonight, just just over 10 minutes ago. And this concerns Giant fans. My theory is karma. OBJ had the boat trip. He caused that. Since then... The Giants has won under 20 games, not even sniffed a 7-1 season, not been to the playoffs. So I think all Giant fans should want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. And it's all coming to light. They just got a new GM, which they rave about. They just got a new head coach, which is smart. So I think if the Rams win the Super Bowl and Odell gets his ring, maybe, not not that the Giants are just going to magically win again and be a good football team, have consecutive winning seasons or, or nothing like that, but I think it's the start and can officially end all boat drama. What do you think about that? I'm not really big on all these conspiracy theories and whatnot. I'm just very happy that Odell Beckham Jr., you know, is actually have a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. To answer your question, I'm going to rule. I like, I want the Rams to win regardless. I don't think it's going to start magically change the Giants' fortune. I just think that the Giants need to draft better and get better players. But no OBJ winning is going to change the Giants' fortune. They actually have to you know, draft and play better, so, no. I'm just saying, the timing of it all is adding up. That's, that's all. Them getting a new GM, a new head coach, good draft stock. He He's on a shit team, the Browns, that are not going anywhere. Then he goes to a team, plays well, and is a reason for parting of the Super Bowl. 
like I said, it's obviously not gonna, there's no magic stone that if the Rams win, that, that they just, like, hit, hit winning seasons, but it could help. We'll see. The Giants just have to play better and draft better, but I'm, but I would hope Odell Beckham Jr. gets so anyways. Now, a question was proposed today on NFL Network. I tweeted about it, and it's the dumbest question in the world. The question was, can Patrick Mahomes catch Tom Brady in Super Bowls? First. No. Second. Why is this question even being asked? Third, this is a statement. This question should not be asked, I don't know, till he gets at least four Super Bowls. That means he has to win three more. And guess what? Because they suck today and they continue to prove why, hey, maybe people overrate him. Or overhyped him. He has to wait another year. It's beautiful. Now here's here's a question. After the Chiefs won their Super Bowl a couple years ago. Everyone called this. Baby called this. The next Brady. The next era parent. Patrick Mahomes is God. He's the next best thing. He's it. After today's loss, can we finally put to bed all this nonsense? A lot of which you spoke on it as well. They're not going to put a stop to this. They will not put a stop to this. The media will not put a stop to this. Shannon Sharp will not put a stop to this. Now, does it hurt? Yeah. This loss is... Purely on Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you can say the defense collapsed too, but you know the defense wasn't good anyway. The Bengals, not the Bengals, the Chiefs try to be too cute on that on that goal to goal situation with five with five what is it like like ten like five seconds left in the half, and they want to be all cute and they thinking that oh you know we can just score a touchdown and run up the score on the Bengals and thought this was going to be a blowout. Nah, man, that that is that is. That was the beginning of their downfall. They should have taken the field goal. Had they taken the field goal, they probably would have won 27-24. But they didn't. So at the end of the day, this was on Mahomes. He threw two critical bad interceptions. Bad. Inexcusable. That This loss is on Patrick Mahomes. As great as we like to praise him, he got to get hammered. This loss is solely on Mahomes. And that's something that honestly, if you want to be in that Brady category, you can't be you can't be having losses like that. And here's a stat for you that 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 will make music to Nick's ears. There are two quarterbacks now that have beaten Patrick Mahomes in the postseason: Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. And now you can add Joe Burrow to the list. Joe Burrow is also two and zero. Beat him in week 17 in Cincinnati and beat him again in the, in the, in the AFC Championship game. But the question is, will you 
stop with the baby with the baby goat stuff. No. Why? Because I will. I will. Keep Why are you going to continue baby? to make yourself look completely stupid? It's one thing for 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 media on ESPN to make themselves look stupid. Why would you continue to make yourself look stupid? I uh, listen. I think I've seen things from Mahomes that I haven't seen in a while. He's still, he's still baby goat. He had, he had a bad half, and I'm giving him shit for it. But he's still gonna be baby goat in my eyes. Why? He has won Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl, just lost today. Baby goats don't do that, buddy. I understand, but he's still baby goat in my eyes. He had a bad stretch, but. He's, he's gonna get back at it. He made a tweet. This lost things. They gonna come back be- better, stronger than ever. <laughs> okay. Honest question. What if this happens again next year? We'll have this conversation next year. No, 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 no. no, no, no being honest, seriously, if he goes another year without a Super Bowl. How can you call him a baby goat? How? Well, if he if this happens next year, he won't be baby goat. He'll just be little G. There's no goat talk with Mahomes. There's no dynasty with Mahomes and the Chiefs. That talk is done. Tom Brady... Won three Super Bowls within his first four to five seasons in the NFL. That talk wasn't even mentioned yet. But that's deserving, though. He wins a Super Bowl in his first years in the league. I get it. That's pretty impressive. Loses a Super Bowl. Now loses in a title game. At home... By the way, up twenty one to three. Baby goats do not do that. Yeah, that was a bad loss of Mahomes. That's something that he's gonna have to take one in the chin. He's gonna have to live with that. That is something that he will have to live and eat with that. For a while, and that's gonna put a, a little mark on you know a little mark on his legacy. A little mark? You mean a big mark? This is a big mark. You're playing a team that's not even supposed to be there. You're playing a team that you're better than. You're up twenty-one to three, and you lose. But, but you're Mahomes, though, right? You're Patrick Mahomes. You got a half a million dollar contract because you're the greatest thing. This ain't no little mark, man. And a great tweet from Kevin Wilds, who's on First Things First with the super fan, Nick Wright, who I can't wait to see him cry tomorrow morning like a little bitch. Chiefs Dynasty lost AFC Championship, won a Super Bowl, 
lost the Super Bowl by 22 points and didn't score a touchdown. Gave up a 21-3 lead today. That's your dynasty. Imagine having a dynasty like that. That's honestly the worst dynasty of all time. Goats don't do that. Baby goats don't do that. So, you and any media member who will call him the baby goat, just wear a shirt that says, I'm an idiot, and the I'm is talking about you. Because there is no justification that can make this man the baby goat. None whatsoever. That's your case. That's just how it is. He's going to take this one on the chin. He's going to have to take this one on the chin. And he's going to have to He's gonna have to wear this on the sleeve. Blowing a 21-3 to lead. He, he's going to have to wear this one. Wear this one very, very hard. So, sucks for the Chiefs. Congratulations to Joey B. With a nice swagger. Joey B came in, swagged up, chiseled out. Got the real bling. He said in the press conference afterwards, saying this is the real deal. This We don't do fake stuff out here. You know, remember, Jamar Chase was shot in the first half, and he came to life in the second half. You know, they um, see us, AJ Uzan. But, you know, T. Higgins stepped up big. Man, for the Bengals to be here, no one expected them to be here. But to all the Bengals fans out there, Congratulations. This is your moment. Don't excuse the Mahomes trash talk to take away from an epic comeback that you guys did. This is your moment. Your first Super Bowl appearance since 1988, man. Congratulations to the fans out there in Cincinnati, Ohio. You guys deserve this. Of course they deserve it. The Mahomes trash talk is just for you to make you look bad. Because it does make you look bad a little bit. The main reason why the Bengals won today... Two times, the the best quarterback on the field today in Kansas City, and, and it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's Joe Burrow. The reason why, two times he was getting sacked, and Joe Burrow said, fuck that. I ain't no bitch like Mahomes. I got out of that. He got out of that. Twice. And both those times after he got out of that, I believe he ran for a first down on one of them, or on both of them, he completed a nice first down pass. But, he ran twice and he completed one pass. Right. But that's the reason why. Like, people can point to how the Chiefs ended the first half, but let's just be honest here. We can all understand why the Chiefs did it that way. You're up 21 to 3. And you're getting the ball to start the third quarter. 32 teams would make that same decision again and not even think twice about it. They did not do that wrong. Sure, it's easy to say take the field goal, but again, when you're up 21 to 3, no matter who you're facing, and you're Getting the ball 
to start the third quarter. You do it. You do it. So, but yes, the Bengals definitely did win that game. They came back. They fought hard, only giving up three points. And let's make this perfectly clear today. For anyone who cries like little bitches. First of all, Joe Burrow also wanted to give up today's game too. Throwing picks and throwing stupid forced balls. One 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 pick was forced. Chiefs didn't capitalize that's on them. Second, it wasn't picked, but it should have been picked. And another reason why the Chiefs lost today. Four straight offensive series for the Chiefs. Didn't do nothing. You can't do that and expect to win a football game. Just like I said last week with Brady. The Bucks went too many series without getting anything together. And you get about maybe six to seven series per half. Okay? So, 13 or 14 series potentially. Now, if you put up points on 8 out of the 13 or 14, you're probably going to win the game. If you put up points 4 to 5 times out of the 13 or 14, you're probably going to lose the game. I think the chances are very, very high. So, you each series is meaningful. And the 6 timeouts, use them wisely. The challenges. Use them wisely. Don't challenge just a challenge. Don't call a timeout just because you think it may be that time. Because guess what? There's probably going to be a more important time. Just like the Rams should have lost tonight. They had no timeouts practically the whole entire fourth quarter. And you want to know why they won? Because the head coach of the 49ers is an idiot. Kyle Shanahan, who people adore, is a fucking idiot. Let's remind everybody. Even though he wasn't the head coach in 2003, he was the OC. He was calling the plays. Big play caller. He was the head coach of the 49ers that had a 10-point lead, not even in the second half, in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. Lost that game. They were up by 10. Again, today. They were up by 10 in the second half. Lost. So, not only was the second game crap, but... And James is stubborn, just like he's sticking with the, sticking with the baby goat. I'm sure he'll continue to suck off Kyle Shanahan and say he's a good coach. But after yet another letdown on Shanahan's resume now, how is anyone, or better yet, now I'm asking James, how is Kyle Shanahan still a good head coach? Man, I have defended Kyle Shanahan a lot, but it is very hard to defend Kyle Shanahan now. It is hard. I can't even find anything to defend him. You had a 17-7 lead into the fourth quarter. Um, nice touchdown pass from Jimmy Garoppolo to 
um, George Kittle. And then afterwards, it's it, it, it's it, it's kind of like you panicked. It's kind of like Kyle Shanahan panicked. And he wasn't playing to win. More like he was playing not to lose. And in fairness, the Rams was also playing not to lose either. But Kyle Shanahan ended up, you know, choking that game away. Saying, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was like, you know... McVay's like, I'm going to choke this away. Shanahan's like, man, I got you, homie. I'm going to choke this further. Yo, you know what it is? Here's the perfect analogy. Remember in school where, like, you get a baseball batting, you pick teams, and, and, and you go hand for hand till one hand reaches the top? Yes. McVay and Shanahan's like, yo, listen, <laughs> you don't want to win this game. I don't want to win this game, so here's what we're going to do. Here's the bat. Now, obviously, who starts first is going to win. So, McVeigh grabs the bat. He's like, Kyle, let's do this thing. And they both start. They're going, going, going. Sh- Shanahan gets right above the cork. Right? But, McVeigh gra- touches the knob. McVeigh wins. He picks first. Rams won. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. Honestly, at this point, I can't really defend Kyle Shanahan. He's on he he's 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 on the overrated coaching because you had two ch- three chances if you want to go back to twenty eight to three, three chances to win like two chances to win the Super Bowl and one chance of going to a Super Bowl. So you could have had two Super Bowl rings and a chance to compete for a third, and you blew all of it. You let you let Brady come back, which listen, it's Brady. I'm not gonna kill you for that. You let Patrick Mahomes, a baby Patrick Mahomes, wet behind the ears, who a year before didn't even get to this game because his defensive lineman jumped off sides, and you and you blew that lead. And then all of a sudden, you had a golden opportunity. Basically, you had a home field advantage. Because let's be honest, so far, Sam, it was mostly 49ers fans. You basically had a home field advantage, and you blew it. You blew it, you blew it. You can blame Jimmy G all you want. You can blame the defense for allowing it all you want. But this is on Kyle Shanahan for playing not to win. He played to lose. And ultimately, he cost his team another chance of either winning a championship or getting a chance to win a championship. This is on Kyle Shanahan. This loss is on him. I know people are going to say, Jimmy G is not the guy. You see what he did? Nah, this is on this is on Kyle Shanahan. I blame him before I blame the quarterback. Very cool. Uh, home team dropped. Well, I'm not I'm not sure if it dropped yesterday, but I noticed it dropped yesterday. So it probably it probably dropped Friday. But dropped that Friday. that is a Sean Payton movie, all about Downing Gate, how he had his NFL year suspension. This is a true story, but starring Kevin James and also Maxwell Simpkins, who plays in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, very good young actor. Also starred Taylor Lautner, who really? you know, yes did starring oh. Taylor Taylor Lautner. So if y'all if y'all seen that Vampire franchise with Robert Pattinson, you'll uh. You'll like that, especially for the ladies. Um, 
Wasn't he in Spy Kids? Wasn't Taylor Lautner in Spy Kids when he was a kid? Yes, or that wasn't he, was, he okay. was. He was. He was. He was very, okay. very young then. That gotcha. that might have been one of his first official acting gigs, I think. Um, yeah. Also had Rob Schneider. Also had Jackie Sandler. Um, very good actress. But all about that, and that year. Sean just went home and coached his kids' football team. But all of you, go watch it. If you don't have Netflix, go get one or borrow a friend's account. But very good movie. Funny. It it has parts of it where some some part, like, like the very first three minutes, they obviously doctor... The Colts, Saints Super Bowl, right? Have Sean on the sidelines and show the last drive when Porter picks that ball off. Um, and then jumps right into the movie. But very good. So I definitely recommend seeing this movie. And, you know, the Raiders got their guy. So they now have a new head coach, Josh McDaniels, no longer for the Patriots, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Mac Jones, as an alternate, is going to the Pro Bowl. That's cool. And even though it's a stupid sport, he's he's a legend in the game. So mention that retired hack. Oh, wow. Rangers fans, don't take what Nick says anything seriously. Um, this Friday... This Friday, Henrik Lundqvist, um, the Rangers' all-time leader in wins, saves, shutouts, playoff wins, officially had his jersey retired. Um, one of the it was a seventh-round pick in the Rangers. Didn't make it. Didn't make his his um. He didn't make his uh, debut until 2006. You know, he led the he led the rain he led the Rangers to the Stanley Cup championship back in 2014. He has the most shutouts by a goaltender in Madison Square Garden history, and he has most games played ever with 73. And it's a, a, a fantastic career for a fantastic goalie. He's going to be a, an NHL Hall of Famer. You know, he has done he has, he has the most wins ever by a European goaltender. A marvelous career. Congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist. He's getting his number 30 retired to the Raptors. So, which we deserve. Unfortunately, the Rangers, who won their game today, decided not to win their game on Friday, losing to the Wild 3-2. to two. So, tough loss for them, but it is what it is. And quickly, before we get out of here, something happened in, a, in the game between the Lakers and Sixers. Quick, to make a quick recap, um, the Lakers were getting their butts kicked. LeBron was not playing. Um, a fan yelled us word boy to Kamel Anthony and got, that fan got ejected and because of that he is no longer allowed to attend any future events and Wells Fargo and any Sixers game in the near future. So listen, this is two thousand twenty two. Why I why are you trying to like say things to a grown man, especially where the term boy that's not cool, man. 
I don't understand what, what he was trying to do. If you want to say Melo sucks, he's trash, he's a bum, go for it. But to just flat out call him a call him boy, which is very derogatory, that's not a that's not cool, man. That you know, do better. Do better. That was whack. If y'all seen Good Times, season one, it was the only time it was said. Definitely the first two episodes, probably also three and four, um, and maybe another part in season one, the little brother, Michael Evans, always said to his daddy, Mr. Evans, daddy, boy, is a white racist word. Um, it's a, it's a funny line that he has, but it's true. No race shit shouldn't happen. It's unacceptable. At the end of the day, we're all people. You don't have to like everybody. Not everybody's going to like you. It's okay to hate people. But when you hate people... Just because of their race, or age, or gender, it's lame, and it shows who you really are, and some will say, oh, but this is how it was raised, this is all I see, no, that is crap. Now, if you're under the age of 13, I can kind of go with you on that, a little bit, a very little bit. But now, once you're 14 and up, right? Once you're 14 to 16, you're old enough to where you can start by making your decisions. Once you're 17 and up, you're practically a young adult. So if you choose to still want to be how you were grown up and brought up, you're choosing to be a racist. You're choosing to say, hey, sure, I said the N-word my whole life as a young kid, but I'm I'm a grown-ass woman or man now, but I'm still going to say that. I'm going to rep a flag I shouldn't rep. I'm going to continue to spew, to spew my hate speech. That makes you an asshole, and I hope bad stuff happens to you. So, when you go to a sporting event or a concert, or the theater, or a fucking Target, any business place, even if you pay your money for it, it doesn't give you the right to treat people like crap. Now, yes, in sports, the players are there to entertain you, but it's their job. They're not going into your job treating you like shit, and even if you paid... $10,000 to get in the building, season ticket holder, I don't care. It doesn't give you the right to throw drinks at people, to, to spew your hate, to go onto the floor, the playing surface, to hit the other customers. You could pay a million dollars for a seat. It doesn't give you the right. The owner of the building 
the owner of the franchise can't just go into the crowd and hit people. And he owns the building, right? He owns the team. You, you can't do that. An owner in the privacy of his own home said how he true said his truth, and he was forced to sell. Now, of course, that's a bad example because he got two billion plus dollars for that. But you, it's important to be who you are. But I think certain times. If you're really a bad person, maybe, just maybe, you want to hide that. Social media don't need to see everything, and we don't need to know all your thoughts. Absolutely. Be better. Don't be clowns. And treat people the way you should be treated. Do better, everyone. Do better. I just saw three hours ago. Brian Dable had a video tweeted out by the Giants that already has 97.9k views. Way to go, Giants. Way to make this something about yourself on title game Sunday. Honestly, 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 no, 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 no. No, I'm being honest. Just like how Major League Baseball wants nothing during the World Series, right? When when A-Rod did that thing in Game 4... They was pissed at that. With, with the Tom Brady stuff. Even something small like this. Your season's coming to an end. Do this stuff. This week. No one cares about the Pro Bowl. It's the off week of the Super Bowl. Do it then. Now. They ran it during the game. The news ain't about you. It's about the Chiefs, Bengals, Rams, 49ers. Make it about them. After tomorrow, the, the Chiefs and 49ers shouldn't be spoken about again. Shouldn't be spoken about again. Right? Now, throughout the week, they may show plays from the games, but talk about the Bengals. And the Rams. That's it. Well, well, the Bengals were one twenty-five-one preseason odds to get to the Super Bowl. So whoever had the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, you are a very, very rich man. Secondly, more importantly, this is not much to run on. Giants just post a little, little, little video on their Twitter, you know, and they announced their press conference for Brian Dable tomorrow at ten a.m. You know, that it, it, to me, it's about nothing. I don't think it's as big of a deal. It didn't take away from the Says game. Says the Giants fan. He's biased, motherfucker. It didn't, it didn't take away from the ambiance. Come on. Let, let's, let's, let's relax here. No one, no one, this wasn't the A-Rod thing. Clown. Not, 